0: I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. The Sacramento Kings offseason continues, but there's plenty to talk about here on the Sacramento Kings podcast presented by Hoopball. I am Damien Barling. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. Hope you're digging what we're doing here on this new venture. If you're a subscriber, awesome. If you haven't rated and reviewed the show yet, please take the A couple of seconds, it actually takes just a split second to rate the show. If you want to drop us a few lines and leave us a review there on Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic. Of course, you can subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on, and we should be on just about all of them now. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You should find uh, the Sacramento Pink Kings podcast presented by HoopBall wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you check out Hoop-Ball.com. For all your basketball needs, you want to send your thoughts here on the show or on the podcast so far, we're three episodes in. Uh, Go ahead and shoot us a message to our 24-7 text line. That's 916-888-5898. Again, that is 916-888-5898. You can connect with me as well across social media platforms at Damien Barling on Twitter, Instagram, and search Damien Barling on Facebook and hit the like button There as well. As I mentioned, the offseason continues, but there's plenty to talk about here as the Sacramento Kings continue to make news. First, it was Marvin Bagley. Now it is De'Aaron Fox. He has decided USA basketball will not be a part of his immediate future. He has withdrawn just as the team was getting ready to head to Australia for their final preparations before the 2019 FIBA World Cup Championships. He was getting rave reviews from coaches, media, teammates. We actually talked on the first episode of the podcast here, whether there was a legit possibility of De'Aaron Fox continued to impress and the United States, won the world championships. Would, would De'Aaron Fox be in strong consideration for an Olympic run in 2020? I, I was of the mindset that he would absolutely be given what we uh, had heard about him from Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, what we had heard about him from a variety of teammates from Kyle Lowry to Kimball Walker. Everybody was raving about De'Aaron Fox, but he's decided to step away uh, said he's leaving to focus on getting ready for the upcoming season. He wanted to focus on the Sacramento Kings making the playoffs. Now we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. And we'll do our best to uh, examine the various reasons in which De'Aaron Fox may have withdrawn from USA Basketball. There was a belief that he was going to be the backup to Kemba Walker. I mean, he was, he, if you believe the reports out there, he was he was a lock. He was a shoe in for the 12-man roster. Uh, headed to China. So there's a lot to digest here. And a lot of people are pointing to the Friday night scrimmage. Which got us to forget the the disastrous uh, scrimmage against the select team. Uh, that the media was allowed in for just a few days earlier. Uh, but they played Spain. Uh, played USA basketball. Did well. Got the win. Again, it was a scrimmage. It was a friendly, if you will. Uh, but De'Aaron only played six minutes in that game. Derek White plays for Greg Popovich in San Antonio. He got a ton of minutes. Uh, So there was a lot of people dissecting, well, maybe he thought he was going to get cut. He only played the six minutes. I look at it from a different standpoint. Like perhaps Pop was trying to get a look at Derek White. He was trying to get a look at Kyle Kuzma. He was trying to get a look at guys who may have been cut because we had talked about last week. The one thing that I really disliked about how USA basketball kind of structures their whole operation is they have this trip to Australia. It's kind of their you know, bonding trip. Like if you've if if you, if you ever, you know, read a book about the 1992 Dream Team or you ever read a book about the 1992 Olympics, you, you've probably heard about Monte Carlo. That was their last stop before the Olympics. They were going to Monte Carlo. They were going to hang out. They were essentially going to bond. They were going to practice. They were going to do all that stuff, but this was a chance for them to kind of form a, a cohesive unit that so many of these other countries already have. And one thing I hated about that is at the time, before De'Aaron Fox withdrawed, is there were 14 guys, which meant two were going to Australia that weren't going to make the team. There were two that were going to Australia that were going to get cut before the World Championships. And USA Basketball said as much. We don't have to make a decision. We don't have to make a final decision on our roster until 48 minutes, excuse me, uh, 48 hours before our first game. Their first game was September 1st. Or it still is, September 1st. So, they had a ways to go before they had to make those final cuts, which means a couple of players were going to go. They were going to invest. They were going to be a part of the the team building process. They were going to be a part of practices in Australia and they weren't going to make the team. Part of me did wonder uh, after watching what went on on Friday night in the scrimmage if perhaps Greg Popovich, and more specifically, the U.S. the the committee that selects the teams maybe they wanted to get a look at a couple of other guys maybe they wanted to get a look at Derek Wright. maybe they wanted to get a look at Kyle Kuzma because those were two guys who might have been on the cut bubble, if you will. I don't think De'Aaron was getting cut. Uh, we could absolutely one hundred percent be wrong, but I don't think De'Aaron was getting cut. Uh, so I wondered if if uh, coming out of that that game on Friday night, if Pop was just trying to get a look at a few other guys. Uh, but De'Aaron decided to withdraw. That leaves 13 guys for 12 spots. Th- that means there's one odd man out. And I still, I-, I wonder if it's Kuz. I wonder if that's the guy. I mean, Harrison Barnes is there. And we're going to talk more about that in a second. Jalen Brown, Joe Harris, uh, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Mason Plumley, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum. That's a whole lot of Boston Celtics, by the way, that are there. Uh, Miles Turner, of course, the new Boston Celtic, Kemba Walker, and the Derek White, which we just mentioned. And then, and then Kuz. You know, just looking at positions, size. I feel like it could be Kyle. could be Derek White, but I think Derek White now has slid into the spot where he's Kemba Walker's backup. He slid into the spot that De'Aaron Fox had. Like, that's all him now. And so now you got this long trip to Australia. And so we'll, we'll try to dissect these things the best that we can. And we'll start with, you know, okay, why did he withdraw? Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports reported... Uh, As we just laid out, he wanted to focus on the upcoming season. He wanted to focus on helping the Kings make the playoffs, something they haven't done in, I believe the official timeline is forever. It's something they haven't done in forever. I'm not positive that that's the official timeline, but if you're listening to this, you're a Sacramento Kings fan, and if nothing else, it feels like forever. Now, this is very similar, if not exactly, what uh, Marvin Bagley said when he withdrew uh, about a week ago. And Marvin Bagley's in Hawaii. <laughs> but hey, he's, that's fine. He's he's entitled to do that. He's entitled to do whatever he wants. He's getting the Sacramento Kings ready for the playoffs. Why in Honolulu? I'm down for that. I'm just curious, like, how does the thought process on this go? Because if this is 100% accurate, I don't want to be a part of this team because I, I, I want to focus on the Kings, and I want to focus on making the playoffs. Okay, fine. Does the conversation go, hey, man, I can't make the playoffs. We can't make the playoffs. The Sacramento Kings cannot make the playoffs if I go to China. Man, I can't go to China. I got the entire city of Sacramento uh, dependent on me. I can't go to China. Is that how the conversation went? I mean, I won't be my best this season if I'm hitting up multiple continents over the next four weeks. In Bagley's case, this is five weeks. Now, if that's the case, I get it. If if it's as simple as, I I don't want to, I've already gone from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. I don't want to go from Los Angeles to Australia. I don't want to go from Australia to China. They're going to be playing virtually every other day for 15 straight days. They're going to come back. They're going to have about two weeks off. In the case of the Sacramento Kings, they're going to have two weeks off before they come back. Then they got to go to India. So you've got that extra added trip there and. Again, I'm focusing on making the playoffs. Okay, there's a couple of things that I don't like about this. Um, one, to be 100% clear, these guys can do whatever the hell they want to. I'm not of, oh, it's such an honor and a privilege to play for the country. I, if these guys don't want to play, they don't have to. I don't care, I don't care why De'Aaron withdrew. I don't care why Marvin Bagley withdrew. But they gave explanations, and this is a Sacramento Kings podcast, so I want to discuss their, their explanations. Uh, but I'm not going to criticize them for it. If, if Marvin Bagley was like, yo, I don't want to do this. I want to go to Hawaii. He very much should do that. Darren Fox, same thing. If he winds up on the beach somewhere, God bless him. He deserves it. He works hard. Let these guys do their thing. But I do wonder, in the case you know of Marvin Bagley and De'Aaron Fox both withdrawing for similar, if not identical, reasons, what about Harrison Barnes? This, that's your guy. like That's your teammate. He, he doesn't want to make the playoffs? He's not concerned about ending the draft? What about the four Boston Celtics? Are, are they concerned about making the playoffs? As a matter of fact, if you look at the, what I named 13 guys a few minutes ago? Of the 13 players that I just named uh, that are that are still on the roster, that are still looking to make the cut for China, two of them didn't make the playoffs last year. Only two of the 13 didn't make the playoffs. Obviously, one of them is Harrison Barnes. The other one is Kemba Walker, who's now on the Boston Celtics. And he's playing with three of his teammates. So are those guys not interested in making the playoffs? Is anyone who sticks around, are, are they not interested in, in, in making the playoffs? And I'm just asking. Again, it's not a criticism. It's just asking. Now, another question I have is, because you have this this whole thing with uh, focusing on making the playoffs, and Harrison Barnes ap- appears to be uh, going to China and going to compete for the Free Bowl World Championships, the Free Bowl World Cup, Is there now a built-in criticism like what if Harrison Barnes starts the season slow? How many times is an announcer for the Sacramento Kings or perhaps another team? Boy, you know, you got to wonder. You got to wonder how that USA trip is impacting Harrison Barnes right now. Because I don't think that conversation is going to be had about the Boston Celtics. I don't think that conversation is going to be had about Mason Plumlee or Brooke Lopez or Chris Middleton or Donovan Mitchell or any other team, uh, any other uh, player on this roster. But you now have two guys from the same team with one guy left withdrawing, saying they're focusing on the season, they're focusing on making the playoffs. So Harrison Barnes comes out, he starts slow. Oh man, if he had just, if he had just not gone, if he had just followed the lead of, of De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley, he'd, he'd be off to a much better start. You gotta wonder. What kind of role fatigue is playing for the for the downplay of of Harrison Barnes right now? Like those things are going to happen. You you've you've got a built in criticism right now, and it's totally unfair in my opinion. And this just isn't Team USA. How come we're not talking about Bogey? Bogdan Bogdanovich didn't he drop like twenty seven last week or, or a week and a half ago? Like he dropped twenty seven recently. Is Bogey focused? Is he focused on the Sacramento Kings? Is Bogey focused on the Kings making the playoffs? Again, it feels so like, what if Bogey got off to a slow start last year? What if he does it again, man? If he had just dumped Serbia, man, I'm telling you. Gosh, dang it. You got to wonder what kind of role. Let's, 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 who wants to put a wager on this? Does anybody want to put a wager on it? If we set the over under five games, five games in, Set to over under. That fatigue for Harrison Barnes from his USA trip is mentioned. Over under, maybe five games is too high. Maybe we we'll go over under three games. Would anyone take that bet? Would anyone take the or? Well, I guess that's a simple bet. It's either over or under. What would you take? Three games in, an announcer mentions potential fatigue because Harrison Barnes went to USA basketball or because Harrison Barnes went to China because Harrison Barnes uh, took part in the FIBA World Championship and then came back and and then did the India trip and and went through and did all the other stuff. Let me know if you want to get in on that. 916-888-5898. That is our 24/7 text line. Is this a new excuse also? Cuz I've never I, I don't recall. Now I know guys have withdrawn before. Many I mean a million times before and I feel like a lot of times it's it's to save face, but is this like a new excuse? Well, I'm I'm gonna focus on next season. I'm gonna focus on on the team. I I mean if you've ever watched, I feel like all basketball fans have watched the Michael Jordan airtime video, the one that the old VHS, if you're old enough to remember that, the one that documents that 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 92 season that that stretches kind of the regular season, the the NBA championship, and then the the dream team. And he talks about he's not talking about focused on next year. He's not talking about make them he's talking about golfing. He's talking about rest. And if I recall, the exact quote in it is, the biggest concern is, can I get my rest? Like, I need to be able to rest. This is a big commitment. And, of course, that was a very unique team in which those guys were able to both go to the Olympics and rest at the same exact time. But I looked back at the 2016 Olympic team, and then I looked at the 2016-17 season. There are two players... On that 2016 Olympic team, their teams didn't make the playoffs the following year. One of them is Carmelo Anthony in the New York Knicks. His team finished 31 and 51 that year. The other one is Demarcus Cousins. Kings, of course, didn't make the playoffs that year and went on to finish 32 and 50. I went back one more. I went back to the last World Championships, the last FIBA World Cup in 2014. Now, this time, there were four players that didn't make, their teams didn't make the playoffs the following year, but there were only three teams. See, after the 2014 World Championships and did the 2014-15 season, Kenneth Fareed didn't lead the Denver Nuggets to the playoffs. They finished 30-52. and 52. Andre Drummond didn't lead the Pistons to the playoffs. They finished 32-50. and 50. And then DeMarcus Cousins and Rudy Gay. They didn't help the Kings make the playoffs. They finished 29 and 53 that year. None of those teams were less than 9 games away from the playoffs. It's not like they petered out. Like they never stood a chance. They were all bad basketball teams with good players who were on international rosters. Why is this a thing now? If that is honest to goodness, DeAndre, uh, De'Aaron Fox's idea and and Marvin Bagley's idea, and and it's to focus on the playoffs, then great. I just don't feel like it's truly genuine. Not that they're not focused on the playoffs. I 100% believe that they are, and I 100% believe that they're focused on the Kings. I just would have preferred them coming out. Man, I need to chill. Like, I was on the select team. I didn't know I was. I thought, hey, I got some run here in Vegas with a a group of pros. If things go well, I'll probably go to Los Angeles, and I'll be able to pack my bag, and I have... I've got well over a month to chill before training camp starts. And then suddenly it was like, "Nah, you guys are both killing it. Like, we're going to want you to come to Australia with us. And, you know, if, if, you know, if the dice lands on your numbers, we're going to take you to China with us. So now suddenly the commitment goes from the, I don't know, mid, middle of August, maybe early August, middle of August to the middle of September. September 15th is the gold medal game. that's an entirely different time commitment and I'm not one I'm not concerned about jet lag I'm not concerned about travel I'm not concerned about I'm not, they're in Australia for 10 days. they're in China for like 18. It's not like they're hopping continents without having time to adjust to the time zone I'm not concerned about their travel at all but I am concerned about their ability to just chill. You've got to be able to take your mind off of basketball. Like we all do that, right? We all, even in our regular jobs without the pressures of, you know, of multi-billion dollar organizations on our back. We've, or some of you listening do have pressures of multi-billion dollar organizations on your back. When we vacation, man, we need to turn off. We need to get away. You host a radio show, you need to turn your phone off. You need to stay off of Twitter. You host a TV show, a podcast, whatever it is, you're a political analyst, you need to turn away from everything to truly be on vacation. Otherwise, you get those notifications and you start thinking, well, what am I going to do with this? How can, I, how can I incorporate this into my show? How can I incorporate this into work? Uh, I'm worried about the expense reports that I got to fill in when I get back. That's not a vacation. Nobody vacation like that. These guys need to be able to shut off from basketball, they need to go back to that Michael Jordan line. Am I gonna be able to get my rest? Am I gonna be able to golf? I would have loved the headline. Marvin Bagley withdraws from Team USA because he wants to go to Hawaii. I can get behind that. Not that I'm not behind the Kings playoff explanation. I just I can absolutely get behind. Yeah, dude, I don't want to go do this. I wanna go do this, man. I'm going to Hawaii. Mom, me, I'm taking my whole family to Hawaii. I, I don't want none of this. You will cut my vacation story. Y'all, y'all didn't even invite me. Y'all needed a body, and then you realized I was good. And then decided oh let's take them to let's take them to to Australia and see what happens oh man so I'm with that i'm with I'm with them withdrawing I just wonder about this whole this whole making the playoffs thing this feels like a brand new excuse uh and getting cut like a lot of guys withdraw instead of getting cut i have I have a little bit of access to USA basketball Intel if I mean, Intel's such a dumb word to use in this situation but I do and I've I have I remember when like the 2008 team was being formed and the 2012 team was being formed I would hear about who was on it and then you would start to hear what one of my favorites was before the 2008 Olympic team was announced the one that stands out the, in my mind the most and I, and I don't mean to pick on him because I know there were a lot of others was Amari Stoudemire Amari Stoudemire withdrew from consideration like right before the team announced Amari Stoudemire was never even a remote threat to make that 2018, but he can forever say, I, I, I withdrew. I wanted to rest. I wanted to prepare. I wanted to prepare for the upcoming season. There's a, I wanted to prepare. I think it was the Phoenix Suns at the time. Uh, I wanted to get my team ready for the playoffs. I wanted to be ready for the Phoenix Suns. And I just remember when the headline... And there were a lot of guys that did that. I don't know why Omari Stoudemire sticks out in my mind the most. Maybe it's because I knew that Stoudemire didn't have a shot at making that team. Like, ever. But for some reason, his really stood out. And and it's not uncommon, and it's not wrong. You know, if a guy withdraws, there's no losers in that situation. Uh, The guy saves face a little bit. uh, You know... The team, they don't have to make a difficult decision or perhaps they've you know, they already made the decision and word is leaked to them and it saves them an awkward phone call and puts the onus of the awkward phone call on on the player because from what I understand, if you withdraw from the team, you've got to call Greg Popovich. Your agent can call the committee or the head of USA Basketball, but the player's got to call the coach. And in this case, it's Coach Popovich. It's Greg Popovich. So Marvin Bagley had to call Greg Popovich. I'm sure De'Aaron Fox, he had to call Greg Popovich. It's just kind of, it's just kind of part of the deal. It's kind of part of how it works. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But that, that explanation doesn't say, I don't think that, it, it might fit, it might fit Marvin Bagley. But I started becoming of the mindset. I was like, man, I think Marvin might make this team. I think Marvin might be a part of what USA Basketball is doing for the rest of the summer. It doesn't seem to fit De'Aaron Fox at all. I don't think De'Aaron Fox was in danger of getting cut. Like, De'Aaron Fox was going to be Kimball Walker's backup. I think Kimball Walker thought as much because I believe he said as much publicly. He loved playing alongside De'Aaron Fox. He loved playing with him. He loved the drive that De'Aaron had to, to learn the game and be around guys. And and for a young guy, for a guy who was kind of, you know, the 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 select team guy who was the new guy on the national team, he was he was vocal. He was take charge. He was all of those things that Kings fans know him to be and all of the King things that Kings fans desperately want him to be heading into the next season. He was all of that for USA Basketball. So I don't think he falls into the category of he withdrew to save face. He withdrew because he was getting cut. I don't, I don't think that's the case at all. Even after playing. I think there's something much, much greater to him only playing six minutes on, on Friday night in that Friday night exhibition against Spain. And I, don't, I think it has little to do with De'Aaron Fox. I think it has a lot to do with the committee and Greg Popovich evaluating other players. I think the simplest scenario is the travel scenario and I think the travel scenario makes complete sense. And I'm sh- again I I don't want to diminish what they said. It's not like I don't believe that 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 the focus on the Kings and the focus on the playoffs plays a factor. I believe that it does. But I think there's a, a you know a greater conversation to be had here and it's it probably has to pertain with It probably pertains to, excuse me for not knowing the English language, it probably pertains to spending that amount of time in Australia, spending, you know, I think it was 10 days in Australia, 18 or 19 days in in China. And that's a lot. And then you come home and you have a very limited amount of time to decompress away from basketball and then get ready to do it all over again. And you can't completely shut down for two weeks because these guys are ramping up their training right now. These guys, a lot of guys are getting ready. They're taking their final rest like I joked about Marvin Bagley being in 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 Hawaii. He's probably taking his final rest before he comes back and starts to really tune up for the season. What's good for him is he got his tune up with a bunch of professional basketball players. He got his tune up with some of the best ball players in the world at USA basketball. DeAaron got the same thing. Now they're in a position to where they can shut down mentally and physically for a good amount of time and still have time to kind of get the wheels turning again before camp starts because it's a bad look to come into camp trying to get in shape. You want to get into shape right before you go to camp and then you hit the ground running, especially, hey, we're concerned about the Kings. We want to make the playoffs. Well, that's going to be your approach. Those guys aren't going to sit on their hands until training camp starts. They're going to chill. They're going to decompress. They're going to be on vacation. They're going to do their thing now. And then they're going to come back with plenty of time. At least I'm under the assumption of they're going to come back with plenty of time. They're going to keep training. They're going to keep doing their thing. And then they're going to hit the ground running when training camp officially gets here. And then they're going to make another long trip to India. And they're going to do a variety of other things like that as part of the Sacramento Kings preseason. And then there's one other explanation. And I racked my brain on this one hard. This could be a total conspiracy theory. And if you think I'm way off, that's fine. I'll take it. It wouldn't be the first time I've been wrong. Maybe, just maybe, he didn't want to. He just flat out didn't want to do it. It doesn't have to do with travel. It doesn't have to do with being cut. It doesn't have to do with a time commitment. Maybe he just didn't want to do anymore. Like, no, I'm I'm good. I got what I wanted out of this. I did the Las Vegas practices. I did multiple scrimmages. I went to Los Angeles. Bonded with these guys. Had great experiences with Kemba Walker. Had great experiences with Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr and a variety of coaches. Got a great relationship with USA Basketball. I'm good. I didn't want to go any further. I don't want to go any further now. It's very nice that they thought so highly of me. I sure hope they think this highly of me when 2020 rolls around. And Russell Westbrook wants to play. And Dame Lillard wants to play. And all of these other upper echelon Point guards want to play, and then they remember how well I played here. Now, that's what I thought might be the true driving force that De'Aaron sticking around through September 15th was the opportunity to make the 2020 team. I do think De'Aaron still has an opportunity to make the 2020 team. I just think it's far less now. I think he has far less of an opportunity to make that no matter who goes next year because I think a number of guys, a number of star players will have to decide they don't want to go to Tokyo, and I don't think as many are, are, are going to do that, because an Olympic gold medal and the world championships are different, in my estimation, in the way we evaluate basketball players, in the way we evaluate NBA players, and potential Hall of Famers, I think I don't, I don't hear, like like DeMarcus Cousins has got an Olympic gold medal. Well, he has a world, he's got a FIBA World Cup gold medal too. He's got a world championship. Like, that's not really listed on his resume. It'll be on his Wikipedia page, which is nice. Here's something I didn't know, fun fact. DeMarcus Cousins and I have the same birthday. I mean, you know, a couple years apart, or several years apart, maybe a decade apart, but I had no idea we shared the same birthday. And I only know this because I was looking on his Wikipedia page. So there you go. That explains my bad attitude, quite honestly. That, expl- that, that explains a lot. Maybe that ex- maybe because I'm older explains DeMarcus Cousins' bad attitude. But maybe De'Aaron just didn't want to go to USA basketball. Maybe he just didn't want to go to Australia. Maybe he didn't want to go to China. Maybe we're all looking way too deeply into all of this. But we're fans, man. That's what we do. That's why we set our Twitter alerts That's why we've got Bleacher Report alerts, and that's why we subscribe to podcasts like this one here. And hopefully you have subscribed, and if you haven't, uh, go do that. Uh, Get a couple of brand new episodes each and every single week. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please spend a split second rating the show. That is quite literally all it takes, a split second to hit the five stars there, if you want to drop a few lines for a review, that takes a little bit longer, about 60 to 90 seconds. Uh, but if you could leave us a review and a rating, that would be fantastic. It does wonderful things for the Sacramento Kings podcast, and it does wonderful things for the Hoopball Podcast Network. We're available everywhere, uh, including Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean. No matter where you find podcasts, you will find this one. You can also find my daily sports talk show. Check out the podcast with Damian Barling on these very same podcasts podcast platforms you want to send your thoughts to our 24 7 text line you could do that you will get a response and you will get it directly from me 916-888-5898 check me out across social media platforms at damien barling on twitter at damien barling on instagram you can also connect on facebook just search damien barling hit the like button there make sure you tell your friends as the season is quickly approaching again we're going to do multiple episodes each week uh, during the off season uh, but we're going to do significantly more when the NBA season gets here. So again, thank you so much uh, for listening to the Sacramento Kings podcast presented by the Hoop Ball Network. Go check out hoop-ball.com. Hit the subscribe button, rate, review, and we'll see you again uh, for more Kings Talk later this week.